0: Welcome to another episode of the Misadventures of an Inspired Person. I am your host, Dr. Keisha, and I am joined today by my very, very good up good up friend Elika. Um if you know me in person, <laughs> you've met her. If you have attended any of my events, you've seen her around and you've definitely met her. Um sometimes I post you on my social. Yeah. Right? Um, I try not to impeach, Well, she, yeah, she's on my social, she's my avatar, um, I'll get into that, <laughs> that proud avatar, she's wearing her dope black woman t-shirt, um, I still have a couple of those, but, um, let me introduce her properly, so this is my friend, Elika Lorette, she is a social worker, she is a licensed clinical social worker, she has both a master's in social work as well as a master's in public administration. She is um, an amazing person. She's an amazing clinician. Um, She supervises people. She works in the nonprofit world. She does amazing work around trauma and helping folks sort of like regain themselves after experiencing trauma. And she's like a really, really good friend. If you listened to the last episode, you know that I am on this she calls it a nomadic <laughs> experience.
1: I, I refer to her as my nomad friend.
0: <laughs> um, so I'm actually at her. We're actually at her apartment right now. She's been letting me crash here in between trips, and uh, she's a really good friend. And I met her at work. So I met her during my postdoc year at um, FIU in Miami, and our friendship has been amazing. So welcome, friend.
1: Thank you. And how, how does it feel? I know it's it's like another platform for us to talk to have our conversations
0: right so our conversations so okay my friend like we she's a really good friend we like I've had friends on here before and I know some people probably like how have you how have you not had her on yet I've been waiting for her to do something she knows what she needs to do but I've been waiting for her to do it I know (laughs) she says I know (laughs) I've been waiting for her to do something so that we can talk about it, but a lot of the work that I do is actually informed from our friendship and some of the conversations we've had in our friendship. So, going back to Gold's Brunch, I feel like that came out because we felt like there wasn't a space for us. Right. Right.
1: You just, what's interesting is that you, we have the conversations, and then next thing, you sort of like doing something about it. <laughs> you know, it's just like brunch. We we brunch It's like we need more of this and then Yeah. And then okay, we'll do it. I'm saying we're doing it because as soon as she's doing she's like, We're gonna do this, I'm like, We're doing this, yes.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I know. Like my brother said to her the other day, <laughs> My brother said to her the other day, Don't you have other friends? Because of the stuff that she does with me and for me. He's like you always dragging this poor girl into something, and so I just finished spending six amazing weeks in Washington D.C., and we'll talk a little bit about that. But so my friend took the train out to help me pack, so that and and drive back with me to New York before I move on to my next stop. And she actually packed my car for me to get to DC. <laughs> Because I suck at packing. Oh my gosh, I'm a horrible packer.
1: I probably hate packing too. No, but you have to say it right. The thing is that you're organized in your packing. Yeah, so it's I'm organized. Nice, like the whole thing is set up. She just like puts it like this. Yeah, my nice friend, you're missing that spot right there. She's like, she can't. Yeah, I'm very
0: organized. I do have all my things in particular spaces and things. I'm very organized. But in terms of understanding a space and what can fit into a space, I don't got it, right? And so that, first, that morning when I was leaving Brooklyn, my Super Roberto, bless his heart, was helping me pack my car. Because he's always, always in my business. But anyway, bless his heart. great. He broke his heart. I know. He told me I broke his heart by moving. But um, he was just like putting stuff in the car. And another friend had decided to drive down with me. And I was like, it's no way for her to sit in here.
1: Right. I mean, I saw it. And I was like, no. Like, this is not how we're going to practice. Because I think my thing is, like, working the space is like, we got to work the space to our advantage.
0: And that's some of the stuff that I'm waiting for her to do because she has an understanding of space, not just in terms of packing a space, but in terms of space and wellness. But we'll have that conversation another time. It's not the conversation we're having today. Um, so anyway, so with Gold's brunch, I think you know I didn't feel like I I had a place where I belonged. Like I mean, I, I belong to a church. I belong to all this stuff. But I. I I just didn't feel like they really were speaking to me in where I was at in my life. And there just wasn't anything there for that. And then just like in any other spaces that I would go into that were like women empowerment spaces or women-led spaces. I also didn't
1: feel. I feel like we were trying to find spaces where, for conversation. Not just like a space where you sit down regular kind of like girl time. But like like collective conversations. And it was... I mean, we spent all time I, like rolling our eyes, so that was a little hard. Either we were like, "Are we really having this conversation?" Or we were completely against the topic, or it's like, "This is not helpful."
0: And, and as two people that are at, trained as clinicians, I think a lot of times we saw the danger, right? Um, the recklessness in some of the conversations that were going on, and so Gold's Brunch was born. And so my friend was has been there with me all along. Um, and you know, my social media, my podcast, you know, anytime I have to make any sort of design, anything, anything, i will be like, friend, what do you think about this? Both like professionally and personally, like I always ask her opinion. So I really trust her opinion. And, um, one of the things that we've been sort of talking about is this whole idea of living your life. Right. And the way that you choose to live your life So because I'm on this journey And I th- I told you guys that I would check in And I told you guys too If you wanted to like send me questions Send me questions If you even wanted to come on And talk to me, you know But here we have my friend um, There was something that I was about to say But of course I forgot
1: It'll come to me later But So friend, I've been on this journey Right I think for me, you know, as a friend, as a, a very close friend, it's kind of like looking at this journey. And I think, first of all, for me, the importance of this friendship is being, a friend with, with being friends with someone who inspires you, just in general. Because I think that if you stay up in this, it, it's, so as you're going, if I stay inspired, and even though we're doing things that are different, it also allows me to grow. Like also, so I think what's been good with our friendship is that we've been growing together. Yes. In some aspect of that. Yeah. So I feel like you going that journey is like, oh wow, she's doing this, but also it's like, also feels timely. Also feels like God, it makes so much sense that that's where you are now, and also seeing, having witnessed how you got there. Yes.
0: Yeah. So let's so let's talk a little bit about that. So as I mentioned, I met I met my friend when I was postdoc so I'd graduated with my PhD and I was doing an additional year of clinical training and so she was the assistant director of this particular entity. <laughs> um and we struck up a friendship through somebody else actually. Right. So you know sometimes y'all yeah, I know lately I've been rambling but You have work friends, and then sometimes work friends don't translate into life friends. So this person was a work friend. Like, we we were really tough at work. Um, And just, like, a really nice, beautiful person. Uh, And because of that friendship, because we worked in two different areas, and those two areas didn't really...
1: You actually, I feel like bridge some kind of relationship because I think I was leading the pack and I was not minding them. So the friendship that you all, the two of you had because this person was a person in my team was able to kind of like bridge because it was also a merge happening. So he was able to bridge really a lot of the conversations and just the teams, like part of the team starting to interact, so that was interesting too
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't even know how we, we became friends, me and this, this person, but no, you're right I think, well I didn't know, coming into it I didn't know that they were merging, I knew that once so I got there, realized they were merging, I realized they were kind of separate, it was not my mission to bring them together, I just enjoyed my friendship with this person um, like I remember I would always laugh and I like, stop being crazy <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I would have lunch with them more than the group I was working with, but it really did like I remember doing um afia and Gemma. I remember doing this wellness event, yeah, um, and everybody was there, and everybody was together, and everybody had a really great time. And so, so you knew me at the very start of this particular chapter of me right. being a psychologist going into professor. like you came to the class I was teaching,
1: yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, and I think seeing you as a professional too, because I think for me it was also seeing those things. Yeah, I think you were doing things that were different that they were doing, but also things that I could connect to, and that's why we were showing up because it was things like, oh, they're doing that. Oh, that sounds interesting. And like, I remember the joining circle you all did. Mm. That was different. Um, so yeah.
0: And did you ever come? I I had done a sister circle. I believe. Yes, because you've met my yes. one client. Yes, right. So it was like the beginnings of all the stuff I'm doing, and I'm only kind of going through this story because I'm at a place in my life where I'm very reflective, and then I realize, you know, I've been the way I've been living my life for most of like my adult professional life is just get things done, get this, then do this, then do this, then do this, and not realizing how things are really connected. Right, with each other. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sister Circle I feel was at the core of every, is at the core of everything, isn't it?
0: Yeah. 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 It's 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 all about bringing women together and telling women's stories and helping us to connect to each other through our experiences and stuff like that. I would love to, to go back to do some of that stuff. It it'll it'll happen when right. it needs to happen. But anyway, friend, what did you think when I told you <laughs> I'm doing the sabbatical and this is how I'm going
1: to do it. Here's the thing. The thing is, because I've been along the way in, on this journey with you, so I think the sabbatical was something that you were... So I'm, I'm at the point where you're, seeing, you're thinking of that. And it's kind of like, it's, it was a seed. And so up to that point, it makes sense. Yes, you've been working a lot, you've been doing a lot in doing this. And I'm like, yes, it makes sense. Let me tell you the only, the, the only part that I was like, okay. So I think when you said you're going to, um, no, I think that when you arrive at, you're going to travel during that time. And I'm like, yeah, that's really, that's good. And it's like, but it's also timely. That's my thing. It's like, oh, this is great. Like, this is great, like, to see. So at this point, I'm experiencing, like, I'm like, oh yeah, this was really like pushing through with growth. It's like, I'm doing this, I'm challenging myself, I'm doing that. My thing, I think, that was like, wait, hold on, who is this? Because even when you started to say, okay, going to D.C. makes sense. Actually, I was celebrating this because I, in some ways, you know, I'm, you know, we've had this conversation yeah. of, like, of where I'm like, I, I want to I see you kind of like continue to pursue and whatever else. But, um, and then you said you're going to travel, and then you said you're going to go to Panama. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's good, but it was also in line with kind of like that was the push Now the one that killed me. <laughs> when you said, "Oh, I did something or I have a surprise." I can't remember cuz I missed the call. I was calling
0: you I was calling you and I did it cuz I knew Camilla was posting it on her story. Right. And I did it. the way Camilla posted it on her story, you might not people might not have known what she really was saying.
1: Right. So what had happened was... Right. You went on and booked a trip to Tanzania. <laughs> right. That's when I was like, who is this? Who is this woman? But it's by herself. Because I feel like a couple of months ago, when you went to Mexico City, it's like you were... That was a hard push for you. So we're like, back in June, yeah, Me- Mexico May. City, yeah. mid May, May.
0: I went to Mexico City at the top of June.
1: Right. So it's like well, back back then it was like, mm, should I like wondering about those four days that she would be doing on her own in a foreign country that speaks another language and that's completely different. It's not. the Yeah, my
0: Spanglish, <laughs> this Spanglish that I speak, my Brooklyn Spanglish ain't
1: it? Like yesterday, I was in street who was when I, I said friend, that's not Spanish. She like that that was Nigerian. She <laughs> she put an O behind. It and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm done. <laughs>
0: Y'all, I don't know how we're going to get through this interview because nobody cracks the two of us up more than than the two of us.
1: We think we're the funniest people we are are the
0: funniest people we know. (laughs) (laughs) We entertain each other (laughs) more than than anybody else. So my cousin invited me to Mexico City because she was presenting at a conference and all this, there's all this back and forth, but what it came down to was I was going to be in Mexico City by myself for four days. But what I said to myself in that moment when I realized that was like this is practice for what I'm about to do. Like Tanzania was not a thought. Right. But I knew I was going to be in DC by myself. Panama not going to I'm not going to be by myself, but you know, I'm still kind of like on my own schedule wherever I go.
1: Right. So that was the thing. It's like it was a build up to this to what we were going to do and, and right. I'm thinking Mexico City is the prep for for DC and right. everything else. I think even that for you is a big stretch. But again, for me, my perspective is like, I think it's like, it's at the point, it's as if you were a cake baking in the oven and you kind of like know you're angry and you know where your cake. Okay. So it makes sense that this is where it was going. Cake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Let's focus. Let's focus. So like in some ways, but when you said things,
0: I was like, wait. So this wait. is what happened. This this is what happened. Who did you go out with that evening? Do you remember? I don't remember. You were out with somebody. I don't even that remember. That wasn't me.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and so I'd gone to dinner with um, Kita, who is Travel Becomes Me, and she's been... She was on the first season of the podcast. Actually, all three of them were on the first season of the podcast. Right. So Keita, um, Camila, who's the focus spender, and then Roxana. Roxana was my very first guest on mm-hmm. the podcast. And so Roxana. You know, you really got to have friends who speak life right? and who speak into you to your point. Because one of the things that Roxana said to me two years ago is that she has committed to doing it scared. Mm. Whatever it is, Mm -hmm. right? And so another thing, Keita said at the top of this year that she was operating with main character energy. Nice.
1: And I was like, what is that? That's so funny, because maybe it's a, is it a phase that we get into in some ways? Because I'm like, I'm burning courage candles right now. Listen. Like, so.
0: (laughs) It's like, a lot of times we live life and we go along, and that's where ultimately I think our conversation is going to go today. We go along with the people in our lives, with the narratives that we've created or we've been given in our lives, and at some point it's like, when are you going to live your life? Right. You know on your terms When are you going to be the main character here And so I went to dinner With these three girls and here's the thing Back in May I got on the I got on Zoom with Kita, And I know she's going to listen to this And she knows this is true Every time I talk to her now I buy a plane ticket So I had to minimize the amount of times (laughs) I talked to her So I got on Zoom with her And we were trying to figure out Mexico City Because there was a quick turnaround And Kita knows how to get deals and things like that So she was helping me buy my ticket for Mexico City, and then she's like, oh, I'm going to Panama for a month. And I was like, hmm, I think I'm coming, right? And so I bought those two tickets that same day, Mexico City and Panama. Now we're at dinner. I got an invitation to Thailand from a friend um, who actually she's been on the podcast as well. And she still, (laughs) she she hit me up this week. She's still here. Oh wow! So she was supposed to be in Thailand, I think around now, or maybe she's going to head out in December. I don't know. But either way, um, she was like, come. She was the person that put the bug in me, right? Because I was like, I'm going to go hang out maybe in Savannah or North Carolina during my sabbatical. Like, I'm not leaving the country. She's like, please leave the country. (laughs) And she's like, please come see me in Thailand. So I was like, all right, cool. I could do that eventually I built up to it cuz I'm a scaredy cat. So eventually I, you know, I thought about it, thought about it and I was like, when else am I going to have the opportunity to do this? But part of me, you know, she hadn't booked her ticket yet. I'm I need to know stuff in advance and by the time I'm having dinner with the girls, this is like in July or August. So this is in August. I'm having dinner with the girls in August and I don't I haven't figured out that part of my schedule yet. And Kita goes, I saw a ticket to Tanzania for
1: cheap. I said, okay, I'm going there. Be- That's the who this person, by the way. Like, I'm I, hearing the story and I'm like, what?
0: Because part of me was like, I want to go to Africa before I go to Asia, before I go to Europe. And there have been plans to go to Europe that didn't happen. Right. And now we're thinking about it again. and And so... We were at dinner, and so Keita has a dropship business. I'm booking this ticket, and Camilla's looking at the two of us like, by the way, my, my plan's are focus spender approved. Um, <laughs> she's looking at us. So she takes this um, Instagram story like, when you're at dinner and one friend is like, checking her business, and the other one is booking a ticket to Tanzania. So I left, and I I was excited to tell my friend, but also I was like, I want her to go look at Camilla's story and see me and be like, uh.
1: Well, remember what I said with that story? I'm like, yeah. So in the story, I was like, what business did you close? And, because Keita's the one who, who travels. And she wouldn't be booking a last-minute trip trip like that. She didn't talk to me first. So, like, <laughs> well, she wouldn't be... Like, we talk about these things first. We do so talk about I would these be, things say, first. I wouldn't be... I was like, oh, okay. I was like, what did you, what did you do? Like, what like, business what business? Is, like,
0: what did you sell? Did you sell more t-shirts? Yeah.
1: What did you sell?
0: And I was like, no, friend. I'm the one that bought the ticket to Tanzania. Um, and so I think it... So so that's that's where that's where you kind of saw that. Like, oh my goodness. Like, there's something happening right. here. Um, and so then I think you helped me pack up my apartment and all this stuff. And then that morning I came here because I need to drop some stuff off to you. But then I needed you to repack the car. Right. And then, so like we're saying goodbye. And then my friend goes, okay, I got to go You said something like. Okay, I can't be in denial anymore. <laughs> right. It
1: was, you know, up to that point. So yeah. then
0: I get emotional. That's the point I get emotional right. through the whole thing. Like, i you know, gone by seeing my mom, my nieces, like, everybody. I've been fine. Yeah. At that point is where I get emotional. I'm like, I'm leaving my friend.
1: Yeah. Well, it didn't feel like, because it's like, it's to the point where... When it's all good for the person, like, it's just that. And plus, I think our, our friendship is solid enough that I'm, like, again. And that's what it is. I think that's what it is. It's, like, solid enough that you also know. I also, like, those, your growth is my growth at this point. And basically, and also par- apparently, because now I booked a ticket to Panama as well. And then, and then I'm looking for tickets. For She's like the tickets
0: so. to Texas. And then I saw you twice in D.C., yeah. um, And we still talk, like, you know, we still FaceTime probably just about every day. Right. Uh, so there have been other little things happening <laughs> that she's been privy to okay. um, that is really like, who is this person? Exactly. Right. Um, And so it's been a really good time. Like, there's some great projects that are coming that I'm going to try to get y'all involved in. But back to what I wanted to talk about was, what is, what is that thing that you know? In the last episode, I talked about doing the hard things and thinking about that big thing that you really want to do. And that's big words for me. Like I said, I'm a scaredy cat. Like every little thing, I'm like, oh my god, can I do that? And the thing with me is, like, maybe eventually I'll do it, because I'm 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 starting to you know challenge myself, and I'm I'm having people challenge me around my thinking and my mindset when it comes to me and business and just doing things in life that Mm -hmm. might feel scary. Um, What do you think is like that thing or that trigger that makes us start considering changing the narrative or doing things differently?
1: I almost feel like the place that I am, and I I know you relate to this at some point, because so... And I had this conversation with my therapist this morning. It's basically, um, I'm seeing a therapist who is, she is outright is saying, I am a therapist, consultant coach for black women, high functioning black professional women. Basically where she's at. And so what I was telling her today is like, when you're cuz she's saying that we we're, t- we're taking care of everyone and then we're not taking care of ourselves. And so that's why she wanted to to work with this population specifically. And what she what, what I was what we were talking today is like yeah it's like you're high functioning and you're growing but then at some point it, you you you're going to hit a wall I think if you're not starting to put yourself first. And not discovering that person, and I've done so much work with being okay with who I am. I've done so much work with like knowing myself, spending time with myself, but I think I don't know if I had spent so much time with growing but but growing in a way of like prioritizing like growing my soul or maybe something like that you like know? you yeah
0: I think and so I like that you describe your therapist that way because I recently started seeing a therapist like that. I feel like she, I think she sees a wide range of people. But I think when she, like we had our intake, she was like, this is who you are. Yeah. I want to work with you. Yeah. Because you are this high functioning person. You're not in crisis. And if you're in crisis, that's fine. I'm just saying, I'm not in crisis. But there's some things that I'm trying to figure out and work out around my mindset and about who I'm becoming because I think I was very aware going into this that there was some changes happening. I think there were months ago I, I think I told you I'm feeling restless and anytime I feel restless that usually is an indicator that a change is going to happen either by force mm-hmm. <laughs> or by me making some changes. And so I I think that's the way that that she sort of approaches a lot of um, how we
1: talk about stuff, but I want to say something about that too, especially that you specifically said that it's okay for people to be in crisis. And I think that's why people are known to go into therapy. Yes. And so it's very important for people who are okay. Cause you know, like basically I was talking to my dad and I always tell this story. My dad was like, well me, I do my own therapy. And, and I was like, what well, exactly the point? Like we've been doing this for ourselves where we can actually have someone to help us out. And so I think it's very important for high-functioning people to also go for that help. And Please, like, wait,
0: say that again. Because I feel like I said in my last episode, somebody pointed out to me that I said, high-functioning people need encouragement too.
1: Like big, because then you start you start having, and I don't want to sound like you start growing in a, in a place where then you might be in the space of growth that you're the only one there. Yeah. And so who's supposed to like take care of you when you're, so then you start kind of like, questioning yourself as to, like, instead of pushing through, you start questioning yourself as, like, well, maybe I'm not getting this right because you're by yourself there. So then it's good to be connected to someone who's, like, letting you know, actually, this is this is regular, this is normal. Maybe you need to expand or, like, grow in a different, in a way, like, this is the point where you grow in a different way.
0: Yeah, and I think the other thing, too, that I think is important for me for therapy is that, like, I hold space for a lot of people. Right both in person and even like in this format. And so when you hold space for a lot of people, where do you go? Right? Who's holding space for you? Right? And so that's how I've I've come to see therapy for me at this stage in my life. But I like the fact that you say that 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 idea of hitting the wall um because you're growing, but you're not making yourself and your wants and your desires and your dreams and your wishes a priority because everything and everyone around you is more important, right. including your job sometimes right. and the people in our lives. And so when I think about hitting a wall, friend, it sounds painful.
1: Because growth is painful. That's the thing. And I think that's the that's the aspect of it where I talk of life hacking, right? Like in some ways, it's like you either... That's what you were talking about. Like either you're going to do it on your own or life is going to put you there in some ways. So sometimes I'm like, maybe then we should be li- ha- hacking it sometimes when we want to grow by... Ma- and I think this is the aspect of like... That's why I think what you... Unconsciously, it's like, it's so... Also, connected in a way that you were getting a place where you were being uncomfortable because I think that's what it is when you need the change and maybe you 're not making it or whatever else. so the best thing when we get uncomfortable, I think is to make the change mm-hmm. is to make a change and and sometimes if we could connect that, then we could life hack in some ways. this is a place where we need to change and then and then you get to it. I feel the same thing for me why I moved this this summer was like. I liked my place. My life was comfortable, but I'm starting to be uncomfortable because it's. I've outgrown it. Like think of a plant growing in a pot. Like if you, the plant is big in a small pot. Like you, you need to like go somewhere, and you've sensed it. And the best thing is for change. I think the change is the answer, which is what you're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's been, it's been interesting. Um, I've I've spent a lot of time just sort of like. Sitting around thinking and praying and, um, I've been, you know, having fun too and I've been doing work too and it, it just feels like a great balance at, at this stage. I wish I could be on sabbatical. <sighs> Forever. With pay, full pay.
1: Right. That's what makes it <laughs> That's, That's what, what makes it. Otherwise we ain't unemployed.
0: Otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, I think I think the whole idea of making yourself a priority and I think that's gonna look different for everybody.
1: Right. And so I think what you were asking earlier was like so you hit the wall, right? So I think that point when you hit the wall, I think that's what's happening. You hit the wall. This wasn't in some ways our or your first growth spurt no right it, it wasn't the first one so you've been there before in this place of growth and so you've expanded in all sorts of ways. and then I think you expand into a place where it's either you look at yourself to prioritize yourself mm-hmm. or you're at that wall like I think it's the next step it's the next place
0: yeah I think and I said that to you I don't know, I think, I don't know if it was last year. I said the last time I felt this way, um, I was 24 and once I, the changes that I made led me like into my master's program, um, out of a bad relationship into my master's program that kind of set me on the path towards where I'm at now. So I kind of, I kind of knew, and so I kind of have this anticipation of like, what? Not to have it right right um and i'm just i'm I'm really stuck at the wall analogy because I just think that if this is you and you're hitting that wall that means that you're hitting that wall daily and you're causing yourself harm
1: yeah i mean it's it's interesting that's like how you see the picture, right? I like, mean, I'm
0: literally visualizing it. Because I
1: think you it's with force. But you could also be hitting a wall very gently. You just, if you think of yourself in a container, you're just going around the wall and you can't go anywhere because you keep hitting a wall. But what happens eventually? Because you need to change containers.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm saying, even if you're not hitting it, like, the way I'm thinking, like, you know, like, heavy. Even, like, a little soft... Eventually, you're going to develop sore spots. Eventually, you're going right, right, to, right. like, exhaust right, yourself right, right. in that space. Right,
1: right, So, you kind of break the glass, I guess. You break, yeah. You, the, you break the wall. I mean...
0: I mean, you could also ask them to open a container for you, too. Like, there's always that option. <laughs> right. Right. But my, I think my whole, my, our whole point is, and I said this, I said this to a young lady recently, um, she was turning 30 mm-hmm. and she puts a lot of pressure on, <clears throat> she puts a lot of pressure on herself, um, around, what well, I should be here by at this stage. I'm not there. I'm not where I should be. And I said, I, I said to her, I said, girl. You ne for me. I've never got into a stage in life where I'm like, "This is it." I don't think. Do we get?
1: Yeah. I'm figuring it all out. Wasn't there a quote that if you stop sort of like dreaming, you're dying, or something? If you've like, if you don't have, yeah, a place to go, are you dying?
0: Yeah, and and I just I just think that. For me, there are yeah. There's certain things in life I've figured out, but I time I find myself in this space where I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know what's going on. I gotta figure this out again. Yeah, you gotta figure it out again because there's another stage. There's like there's another level to unlock. Right, right, right,
1: right. I think I think also if we if we, staying with the analogy, but also loosely right. I think the way it happened with, I think when you hit the wall, then I, I think you have to, to do things differently is how you break the wall. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of you is like, you, and these are the other parts that are big. Again, because I was here day to day in the journey, it's not shocking, but I know it's shocking to anyone who's not connected to you. Or just in general, it, it takes some nerves. Basically, you went on your lease, your lease for an apartment in New York City was over and we're not even gonna get to the whole history of like housing and places we right, were right. trying to go is you returned those keys. I did.
0: If you go to my if you go to my Instagram, you'll see I put a reel of when I was leaving New York and you'll see me putting the keys in Roberto's hand. Yeah. And so I trained a Dre. Dre was like, that man looked like he didn't want to take them keys. <laughs> well it's <he> probably true. <laughs> Roberto said he's broken. <laughs> But yeah, because it didn't it, it didn't make sense. So a lot of people were like, why don't you sublet? There was a lot of reasons why I didn't want to and why it didn't make sense for me. And ultimately, again, in order to do the things the way that I'm doing it, having a New York City rent hanging over my head was not going to allow that to happen.
1: Right.
0: Not a Kardashian. Right. I don't know why you, I can't say dumb, but...
1: I don't know, because I feel like sometimes I'll be like, Kincaid. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, no, I think, I think the other aspect of, of it is also, it's a whole process to it, right? So you left your keys, but it's like when you're signing up, you may have an exciting planner. You may be having exciting things of what you've never said, but what you're doing when you decide to actually break the wall, you're also signing up for a life. Of unknown. Mm-hmm. You're also toying yourself another place. It just happens to be a place you were like, I have outgrown and this space and these walls I'm hitting, I can't be in this space. And you're taking a chance to another place. But it's taking a chance and there's no part of it that's comfortable.
0: And you know what, friend? <clears throat> I think we could sort of wrap it up here. And I like that you said taking a chance. Because ultimately it's about taking a chance on you. Yeah. We take a chance on so many things. Right. We take a chance on a job that that job is going to be there and it's going to provide for us. We take a chance on people in terms of friendships and relationships. Um but you I just want to say that you're worth it to take a chance on.
1: And maybe when you take that chance is when you connect that you must be your priority. Yeah. Cuz you you've put all these All of it on you. Yeah. And so it's impossible for you not to connect. Yeah. That you need to be first.
0: Yeah. And ultimately, a lot of what helps too, is just sort of like, knowing that God's got me. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that God's created me. Yeah. Um, knowing that, um, before I was formed, God had a plan for me and he has a purpose for my life. And... God has invested a lot in me. Right. In creating me to be who I am and giving me the life experiences that I've had. So.
1: Yeah, it's the idea that the things we go through and whatever else, uh, and I'm not going, again, I mean, I'm, I have a trauma background, so I'm not saying that it's for a reason, but it's at, things, can, things that happen to you can serve you, or things that have been in the way can serve you.
0: Yeah. For
1: yeah. a greater good.
0: And yeah, for a greater good. And so I really, I think that's that's what we want to say to you is take a chance on you and make yourself the priority.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not gonna be easy. People not gonna be happy with you. Um, it might it'll feel uncomfortable for you. Lonely. Possibly. It'll it might even be lonely unless you got a friend like mine. <laughs> Um, but even, even with that, there are moments where
1: it's just me or it's just you and we got to figure it out. Like when you went to, to DC, I, like, I couldn't make it down. It was like, I can't, I can't go. I actually can't go with you this time. Yeah. And so you that were about hard. to go by yourself. Yeah. And someone else showed up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was hard. So like, what do you mean? <laughs> <It> was like.
1: <laughs> She didn't give me a hard time, but it was like me and my own guilt and probably you and your own doubt and kind of like that. But it was like, yeah.
0: but And, and that's the thing. And so like knowing that, so there's a way that we take care of each other. Right. So sometimes if I'm not able to do something, like I'll feel bad about it. And I know that if she's not able to do something, she'll feel bad about it. Right. And then, so then I feel bad that she feels bad. So then I'm like, I, I got it. I got it, friend.
1: I mean, she really does at the end of it, got it.
0: But it's nice to... It's kind of like when we be walking down the street. And you'll be paying attention to stuff. Let me tell
1: you. Sometimes I even wonder how, how I make it out there without her. Like,
0: I'm like, friend, we all cross the street. Anyway, we're doing what we do, and y'all are probably not entertained by our foolishness <laughs> right now, but we are thoroughly tickled. Oh. <laughs> but um, I just wanted y'all to meet my friend. And some of y'all have met her already, but this is how we talk to each other all the time. All the time. And so sometimes, you know, when I curate spaces for women to have conversations, these are the conversations they're having. They're like, oh my god, I've never had this conversation before. I'm like, really? Like, we talk like this all the time, and sometimes we even go to deeper depths, and sometimes we go to even more silly foolishness. Oh, yeah. Um, So, I just wanted to to share this part of my journey with you. Like, I've I've completed a part of it, and we're forging forward with some other things. I wanted to share this part of my life with you, in terms of my friend, Um, and just really... We've really been having that conversation the last couple of days about what it means to make yourself be a priority and how it's going to look in your life. And so I'll leave you with that. Um, what what would that look like if you made yourself a priority? Um, and really, as my friend said, you should take a chance on you.
1: Yeah.
0: You want to say anything else to the people,
1: friend? I think this is a great message. This is a great message for me because that's what came to, to my session today was like... And it's like the decisions you go around that, right? It's like, it starts then, well, do how do I use my day day off? Where do I travel for the holidays? It's kind of like really questions that at the end of the day, what is it that you really want? And how can you be, maybe sounding selfish, but really at the end of the day is really building your own life.
0: Yeah, yeah. So... Thank you for joining us, friend. She doesn't really have social media for everybody, so you can find her on my page sometimes. Um, but yeah, we had brunch earlier, and then we decided we were going to record. Um, there might be a nap in our future. Uh,
1: I'm gonna reorganize her, her suitcases. Oh right, She's right. Tomorrow.
0: Yes, my um, suitcases need to be repacked. No nap. We're gonna repack the suitcases because
1: we but I don't know. I'll be there. Yeah, she'll be there.
0: <laughs> but thank you so much for hanging out with me, friend. Um y'all please share this episode with someone Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Keisha. That's D-R underscore K-E-I-S-H-A. And I haven't said it to you in a very long time. I do have that Skillshare course that teaches you how to start your own podcast. So if you're interested, you can do that. But if you're not interested in podcasting and you just want to learn a new skill, you can click on the link in my Instagram bio for 33 days. Before, I think it was like 7 days or 14 days. But now it's 30, 30 days free membership you can get by using the link in my bio on instagram so you know thank you for hanging out with me i'll keep you posted um and as always be intentional